Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, the home of the cat. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll talk about it every day, Monday through Friday, right here on Locked On Kentucky. I'm riding solo tonight as Kyle travels back to Lexington. If you are unaware, we are doing a live show Wednesday at Grassroots Pharmacy. We'll start recording right around noon. I'll be there about 1130. Come out and say hi. Speaking of sponsors, this edition of the show is brought to you by Skyline Chili. Tell you a little bit more about them in just a bit. It is National Cheese Day as I record this on Tuesday, so you can't get much better of a sponsor than Skyline Chili. On this edition of the show, we are going to share some comments from John Calipari, who was rather talkative today. He had a 40-minute press conference with members of the media. Um, Talked about a variety of topics. I picked out what I found most interesting. Got about 10 comments in total from John Calipari. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll just jump right on into them. Um, Actually, before we jump into them, let's quickly go over a couple of newsworthy things that he discussed that aren't, I think, directly um, discussed talked about in these clips that we're about to play. The first one is that everyone is on campus with the exception of Johnny Juzang. Not a surprise. Nothing you should necessarily worry about as a Kentucky fan. Juzang's school in California just goes a little bit longer, so he was not eligible to get into college at this first little um, summer session. Calipari said that he expects him in a couple weeks. I think the second session is like the June 16th or something along those lines. That's a that's a Sunday. So maybe he'll be it'll be that there that weekend. Um, so he's just a week or two out. But all of the guys outside of him are in campus. All the new guys, Khalil Whitney, Keon Brooks, um, Nate Sestina, Dante Allen, Brennan Canada. Um, they're all there. They're all ready to go. Tyrese Maxey. They've all actually technically done. UK basketball stuff. They are participating in the camps that John Calipari does, the satellite camps. Some videos were going around on UK's Twitter feed and CoachCal.com's Twitter feed of them participating in camps. Uh, Speaking of the new guys, one of the new guys, Nate Sestina, was uh, revealed today by John Calipari that he had an injury and was in a walking boot up until today, ironically. Um, so he's coming back from a little bit injury. We'll, we'll see how that, if it impacts him at all. Um, that's all the news that, uh, like Calipari really kind of broke. Um, he did say some couple other interesting things that didn't make it into the clips that I cut, including the fact that he thinks that they're going to be very interchangeable this year. It's not really a surprise, um, considering, uh, we have talked about it. Um, the other one that is not included um, from a semi-news perspective in these clips, uh, his, he was asked about alcohol sales. He was completely unaware. He's in his John Calipari bubble to a certain extent. That's where he hides out and hangs out. And his, his comment was, I'll roll with whatever they want to do. But he did make it clear that he wants Kentucky fans to stay classy. And he once again told the tale of when 
the UK fans gave a standing ovation to the Texas A&M player who had a monster game, and even if though Kentucky lost, they really just still appreciated great basketball. All right, it is time for John Calipari Clips. First question he was asked that I, well, actually, this was the first question he was asked, period. So, great place to start at the beginning. Everybody's talking about Gary Blackshear Jr. So, John Calipari was asked if he anticipates any additions to the roster. He doesn't really give an answer. I'm really happy um, with where we are right now. Um, If there's anything that could help us and also help the player, that I would consider that. Um, um, You know, so, but this group, I mean, you know, the the three guys that obviously considered leaving him to go to the NBA, Ashton, who I think will have a breakthrough year based on the fact that he gets it now. He's going to be much more uh, focused on the things. And um, you talk about Nick, and Nick, um, I fully expect this to be his breakout year. I mean, uh, the opportunity, the minutes, and then, you know, where he is maturity-wise and physically. You know, he only started playing basketball when he was 14. He wasn't like these other guys playing since he's 8 and 9. This kid started when he was 14. Talked a lot about, you know, some of the current guys you got to hear there about Nick Richards. I'll play some E.J. Montgomery uh, clips here in a bit and Nate Sestina, too. Um, but I do want to roll into this because a little fun factoid that we learned today. Um, John Calipari shared um, about Willie Cauley-Stein. And why was Willie Cauley-Stein brought up, you ask? Well, many a people are making comparisons between Nick Richards Willie Cauley-Stein I think those largely are based off the fact that both of them uh, juniors, Willie Cauley-Stein's last year was as a junior. Nick Richards is going into his junior season. And so people want to make those comparisons. I don't think they're actually that, they don't fit too great, um, but they're, they've been out there. So John Calipari was asked about that. And I learned something new about Willie Cauley-Stein. You know what? Yes, in that they both started playing basketball later than you would expect. Uh, shoot, Willie was playing football. Do you guys, you believe that, guys? Willie Cauley-Stein played football. That's crazy to me, man. Can you imagine a seven-foot dude out there just playing some football? Man, if, if anybody had any video of highlights of Willie Cauley-Stein playing football, that'd be unbelievable. All right, coming up next, we got some comments on his son, Brad Calipari. He's been all over the news uh, lately, we'll share those with you in a second. But first, I do want to tell you guys about Skyline Chili. It is National Cheese Day, and some of the best cheese you can get is on top of a Skyline Cheese Coney or on top of a three-way. Both delicious. That's what makes Skyline so great. All those delicious flavors combining together. And the cheese is like the cherry on top, but, I mean, it's even more delicious. I love the Lexington Skyline Right there off Richmond Road in what we have dubbed the Locked on Kentucky Sponsor Complex. You got your first watch, you got your little roses, and you got the delicious skyline. Great spot. You can hit the drive through up real quick, get you some conies, and get on home. Or you can stop on inside, and they'll treat you right, set you up with the oyster crackers, and you can enjoy a fresh, delicious, quick meal. So go check out the skyline uh, that is closest to you. And if you're in Lexington, get over to Richmond Road and check out that skyline. You are Locked on Kentucky. 
your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Brad Calipari um, obviously is in the transfer portal, and John Calipari seemed a little bit heated, to be honest, that the news got out. And I actually asked, asked the question about, about Brad, and my premise was basically, is there any update on uh, what he's going through at this point? He's still walking through it. I mean, uh, I, I told I, – I didn't know all this stuff went crazy. Um, he puts his name in the portal. How does the media get it within a minute? That's supposed to be for colleges, not for the media. But the media, I'm, I'm researching that. How do you – how does the media have all this? It was out within 30 seconds he put his name in. The night before, he says, Dad, if I want to do this, how do I do it? I said, you've got to put your name in the portal to get started. It was a two-minute conversation. The next morning, he put his name in without telling me, his mom, his sisters, anybody. He, just put it. he didn't think anything, but the media got it within 30 seconds, and all of a sudden it's trending nationally, and Cal and his son are having a fist fight, and he's leaving. <laughs> what? I mean, you know... I, do you blame him all the work? He was in here three times yesterday working out. Do you blame him for wanting to play more and knowing who's here? Has he gotten better? Absolutely he's gotten better. Um, but he's, you know, so now he can look around. And if he, I even told him, look at Division Two. What's wrong with that? Go to a, where you're well coached, where you get a chance, where you, you know, a good league. Division Two basketball they're just a little smaller, but you got talented guys. Um, but, you know, he may end up coming back. Like, he's in, in the lodge and, you know, all the stuff and in classes. So, he, he may come back. But I'm proud that he graduated in three years. It took me six. <laughs> I mean, he graduates in three years and is playing every day against guys like this. And he survives and he thrives and he gets better to follow that up um john calipari was also asked what ellen calipari would do and he said that she joked that she'll leave with brad if he goes to another school and (laughs) john calipari hoped that wasn't true of note uh, brad calipari is still with the team and is doing the camps at this moment so he's still part of the team but he is keeping his options open E.J. Montgomery came back and John Calipari has high expectations for him you know he'll he'll be a difference maker on both ends because he can block shots he's quick to the ball he's got to get physically stronger mentally a little tougher got to be in some wars all those kind of things but the upside for him is ridiculous and I said many times I got to find more minutes for him last year I said it over and over He'd come out and do stuff, and I said he deserves more minutes, but it's hard because the two guys he played behind were men, like grown men. And he physically wasn't or mentally where those two were. And uh, I told, you know, the the people that were with him, I said, you have any team call me and I'll tell them why. You know, he should have played more and everything. I would have supported him in any way because I think he's his upside is as much as I've had about four or five guys, maybe I would say we're beyond where he is, but there's not many that have an upside that he has. Those are some lofty things when you really think about it. I mean, you consider the fact four or five guys 
that's not a lot of guys. Considering all the players that John Calipari has had, that's really, really interesting and heck of a thing to throw out there for Montgomery to live up to. So we'll see how he plays this season. Calipari also had a had some fun comments about Nate Sestina. I expect good things from Nate. I mean, the way he scores the ball, stretches the defense athletically, he's physically strong. Yesterday he came in my office, I said, hey, did you just get in? Yeah. Did your parents bring you down? He goes, no. Oh, I forgot you're older. You drive yourself around. <laughs> he went on to add uh, that he is physically strong um, as a player, uh, but he doesn't play like Reed Travis at all because that's where those those kind of comparisons differ, the way they played the game. But Sestina is a grown, grown man um, being a graduate of Bucknell University. Now, this is, is interesting to me. John Calipari, I've heard a lot of older, old school dudes kind of have this discussion before that they think that pickup is really being missed for basketball. And, you know, he actually started out by not really calling out his son, but talking to him specifically. And this season, he wants, he wants a lot of his guys to be playing a lot of pickup. One of the things that I'm a little concerned about in this great game that we coach, kids are starting to just be about individual workouts. Like my own son, Brad, that cone has no arms. You need to play pickup basketball like we all grew up with. Not you all. You, you guys didn't. I don't know. Anybody here ever play this game? Okay. So you played pickup, which meant you might play with five guys or four other guys that you don't even know. Or they're your teammates that you just take your whole team to places to play. But you gain a feel for the game, how to space the court. You can't do it in a one-on-one workout. You just can't. I mean, your skills get better and you master your skills, but playing pickup basketball and having some basic rules, you can't shoot it till everybody crosses the court, which makes everybody run. Um, offense does not call the fouls. Defense calls the foul. If he doesn't call a foul and he fouled the crap out of you down the other end, foul the crap out of him. Okay, so now we're not calling it. If that's how you're going to play, you, you, you learn to communicate and deal with situations that way. The spacing of the court, you're playing um, pick and roll or isolation or throwing it ahead and driving. I mean, you can do all that stuff. Um, and I want this group to be playing pickup three days a week, maybe more, um, versus just in, you need individual work. You need to master your skills. You need to master the things that you want to use in the season. And there's some things you don't do well. Well, work on those. But the reality of it is this is a game played five on five. This is a game that's played with chemistry. Um, communication skills have gone down. You say, why? Because everybody's like this. So when you're on the court, you won't believe this. You can't bring your phone out there. You're not texting a guy. I went back door. It was wide open. Why didn't you throw it to me? Bang. I did not see you. Bang. You should have seen me. Well, I didn't see. I mean, it. so you're on that basketball court. Your, your phones are on the side, and you're playing, and you learn to – you're communicating. You're talking to one another. 
What, what do you, you know, LOL. What the hell are you talking about? I mean, so I want these guys to play. He continued there and, and also talked about the fact that he wants to try different guard combinations and have different players play together so they can kind of work out these chemistry things on their own before they really get into the season. Uh, coming up next, John Calipari obviously was mentioned with that UCLA job, and he was asked about it today, uh, and his comments made a lot of sense logically, but he still left a lot of love uh, for the Kentucky fan base. Before I share that with you, I do want to tell you guys about Twillery.com. It is an awesome place to get shirts. I'm going to be real. I got some coming from them. I'm excited. And right now, you can get Twillery shirts at a discount. All you got to go do is go to Twillery.com slash locked on. If you use the promo code locked on, you get $25 off. And right now, there is a limited time Father's Day special. You can enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays. And that's only valid through the 16th of June. So get on board with that right now. Um, their shop and bundle model gives you guys access to shirts that their competitors are selling for $100 plus. And what are you getting them for? How much? $55 per shirt. It's a great deal, great value, free shipping and returns, free brush nickel collar stays included with every shirt. I mean, this, 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 it just keeps getting better and better. Smart casual just got smarter, guys. Check out twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You are locked on Kentucky. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. John Calipari had some logical things to say, and then he gave a ton of love to the Big Blue Nation when he was discussing Kentucky because he was asked about how close he got to taking that UCLA job. I get calls every year from different people, and you know why I'll talk? At the end of the day, I may be able to help somebody else. If I know that I can help somebody else who's helping assistance, I do that. Um, but I'll listen to people talk to me. I mean, I owe that to the profession, to myself, to say, well, I'll never talk to somebody. Some of these people that I talk to, I've been on committees with. I know the guy really well, or I know who this person is. So for me, everybody would say, why would he ever leave Kentucky for anywhere? You're right. Why would I? What would, what would lead me? Uh, a better situation, more committed to basketball? Money, staff, I, tell me why I would do this. He's tired of being here. He's tired of the fans, really? This is your whole career, you're trying to get to a point where you're at a program where it really matters and fans are engaged. You never have to sell a ticket. Um, your son does a, something small and it trends nationally if i speak it's like ef hunting what did i say that they went crazy about i didn't say this is the place and where else can you prepare young people for the rest of their lives the way john calipari is always a forward thinker and today was no exception and he kind of threw out a potential rule change which honestly could be kind of terrible 
you guys listen and see what you think. Um, I think there should be um, uh, challenged calls late in the game. You should be able to challenge a call, a made call or a non-made call. I challenge that. Then go to the monitor and look at it. Oh, it'll extend the game. Are we worried about time or getting it right? Who wins, who loses? When you, wouldn't you like to get it right? Well, we've never done that. Why do you talk and do things that have never... Well, how do you make it better? You make it so that the, the call is right. Um, the three-point line going back, well, to open up the lane, um, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. The idea might be that they want everybody on the same plane from FIBA to whatever. That may be the, the reason. I, either way, it doesn't matter to me. But there are other things that I think would be important, one of them being let's, let's be able to challenge calls, and, including non-calls. I don't know exactly how you would do a non-call, when you would stop it, what, how far back. If you were looking at a call, could you evaluate other things within the call? This happened before and maybe four seconds before and eight seconds. I don't know. Maybe it's just that thing we're looking at. You, don't, you, you challenge and don't get it, it's a timeout. Interesting idea for rule changes there from Mr. Calipari. I don't know if they'll pick up any steam or not. John Calipari gets mail. I don't know if this was a written letter or an email. From the context of how John Calipari describes it, I would venture to guess it was probably written in a ty- on a typewriter very angrily by an older person. But I don't know because the topic was one and done's. I'll let John Calipari explain. I got a letter yesterday, and I'll probably respond to it. A guy that says, I could never be for one and done, unless it was my son. He didn't say that. But I could never be for one and done because these kids should be in school for four years, and it should be about education. Let me just say this. The flip side of it, our kids, I just talked to Terrence Jones, who's coming back to campus to start academics. He was here two years. So now I said, you know what's great is he's going through this process of trying to get back in the MBA. You always have a backstop. You can come back, your education is paid for. Okay. So this guy says, these kids don't want to be in school. Not true. They should just go right to the NBA, or if not, G League or Europe or Y League. But they shouldn't be on a college campus, really. Okay, so as ninth graders, eighth graders, 10th, you're telling all these kids, forget about academics, just try to be an NBA player. So now we all of a sudden, there's 10,000 kids that start saying, I'm not worried about academics because we're discouraging education. We discourage it now, go play pro. What's the demographic look like that we're saying it to? What's that demographic look like? So now we wanna throw another thing on top of saying, you, you, you're getting arrested more, you're getting more sentences, you're doing this, your jobs, you're this, you're that, and we're telling you, chase that NBA dream. Chase it. How many make it? 1% or less. You can, do, you can be the 1%. What happens to the other 99% that don't make it? Who's taking care of them? We are. I mean, tell me what they're going to do to make a living when you had them chase a dream that's outrageous. Now, they go to college and get a lifetime scholarship, they can leave after a year. What if they stay four years? What if they stay two years? 
What if they still chase their dreams, but they get that year under their belt to do it? To say none of them belong in college? Not true. All right, as we wrap up here, last one from John Calipari will be him discussing the one and only DeMarcus Cousins, who made it back for Game 2 of the NBA Finals. I'm amazed. That injury, and he came back, and you and I know he didn't have to come back. But they're so beat up, and, and he wants to help them win a world championship. And I watched him. I'm sitting there going like, wow. Now, again, the impact, and, and my hope is he continues on this kind of pace because I think someone's going to say, if you rated his numbers, centers, and power forwards, my guess is he'd be in the top two or three in both categories, whether he was a center or power forward. His numbers would be one, two, maybe three. They could be one in both as a five or a four. My hope is that he proves that he's healthy enough that someone gives him the, the kind of contract he deserves. Fate has intervened. You know, some of it's self-inflicted. We, we do things to ourselves. And then some of it just is fate. And fate hit him with that injury. There you go, guys. Some John Calipari comments. I thought there was a ton of interesting stuff. Kyle and I will be talking about this a lot on the next edition of the show, which will be taped live Wednesday, June 5th at Grassroots Pharmacy. If you don't know where that is, it is in Hamburg near the Regal Cinema. Just check it out. Um, we have, we'll have links on our Twitter page. You can find it there. It's at LockedOnUK on Twitter. Uh, they have a Twitter page as well. Um, we'll link to that as well. It's also on Facebook and all those places. So no reason um, for you not to be able to find where it's at. And Plus, you're going to want to know where it is because it's a great spot. Um, so we hope to see you there. If you have any questions, you can come to there, and we will answer your questions during the taping of the next edition of the show. Thanks again to Skyline Chili for sponsoring this edition of the show. And thanks to you for listening. And you know what would be a great way to listen? If you subscribe on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you get in the car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Kentucky. All right, guys. Hope to see you at Grassroots Pharmacy on Wednesday if you're listening to this. Before noon, come on out if you can. Please rate, please review, please subscribe. All those things help. Please follow along with me on social media. I am at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Kyle is at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. Find us on Facebook. Just search Locked On Kentucky. Find us on Twitter at Locked On UK. We'll talk to you guys soon. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Oh, I forgot you're older. You drive yourself around. <laughs>